Shalom to all. Today's daf is Beit Daf Yud Gimel. We are starting Yud Beis Amud Beis, the second to last line, the fourth to last word on the line. And today's daf is sponsored Leili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sar Basar, Biakov, Moshe, Her Neshama should have an aliyah, and Leili Nishmas, Yerbiach Mil, Mardechai, Ben Reb Chaim Heitner, his Neshama should have an aliyah. Now, Rebbe was asked if breaking open mustard stalks to extract the seeds was permitted on Yantif. He answered the affirmative because it's like being Milel Melilais, rolling wheat kernels to separate them from their stalks, which is permitted to be done on Yantif. And the Gemara brought a brisa that turned out to support Rebbe's statement. But now the Gemara asks. Cane. If that's true, that turns out that you would actually be allowed to take truma on yontif. Now, one doesn't need to separate truma unless the produce has reached its final stage. Usually, this is at the stage called miruach once all the kernels have been piled and smoothed out. However, there are other ways to reach gemar malacha, like this. By rolling the kernels out of the chaff, being mail malilas, it's now chayv in truma, so it must be that you're allowed to separate truma on yontif if you're allowed to be mail malilas and eat them. And what's the problem? We learned in our Mishnah, Bishil had responded to Beishamai, loy imamartim etruma that you are not allowed to take off truma on yontif. The Gemara answers like Hasha, there's no problem. Everyone agrees that you're allowed to be Milo Melilis on yontif. Yud Gimel Amadalf on the top, Ha Rebbe, the Bryce that we just mentioned, that you're allowed to be Milo Melilis on yontif, and it's actually a case that you're going to end up having to take off truma, that's Rebbe. Ha Rebbe Yasib Rebbe Huda, however, our Mishnah that tells us that you're not allowed to take off truma on yontif, that's Rebbe Yasib Rebbe Huda, but nonetheless, you still are able to be Milo Melilis on yontif according to Rebbe Yasib Rebbe Huda, only in a manner that you're not going to be chive to take off truma. The time you have a Bryce, so Hechnes Shibal and Lasab Mahan Isa, if a person brought stalks of grain into his house with intent that he's going to turn them into dough. He's able to eat from them in Arai fashion, meaning he's able to snack from them and he's potter for Meister. That's because there's no Gemar Malach yet. But if he brought them into his house with intent that he's going to be Malach, meaning with intent he's just going to snack from them, then Rabbi Machayev. Rabbi's Machayev them in Meister before he ends up eating them. And Rabbi Yisri, Rabbi Huda Paita, Rabbi Yisri, Rabbi Huda says he is potter even when he wants to snack from them. That's because he requires them to be called dug on grain. And since his original intent was to snack on them, they haven't reached the stage yet and they're going to be potter for Meister. So here we have that if you brought them into his house to be Mail Malilais, then he's going to be allowed to be Mail Malilais on Yontif, and he's not going to have to take Meister off of them. So again, we have no stira. But the Gemara asks, hold on, we still have a case where Rabbi Yehuda would say that you're allowed to be Mail Malilais on Yontif, and you still would be Chayv to take off Truma. Kigain, for example, he had brought them into his house with the original intent that he's going to turn them into dough. And then he changed his mind that he's going to end up being Mail them on Yontif. Now he's turned them into Tevel on that day of Yontif, and he would be chayv to take off Truma. Why is that? Because bringing them into his house is a step in the direction to be chayv in Truma. Now that he changed his mind once they were ready in his house for them to be used as a snack, even Rabbi Yisrael agrees that's considered Gemar Malacha and one would be chayv to separate Truma. So the Gemara answers wouldn't really have a problem. Elamai Truma, what does that mean in our Mishnah that you're not going to be taking off Truma on Yontif? Roiv Truma, the vast majority of cases you're not taking off Truma. However, it is true that we have a case, even according to Rabbi Yisrael where he would be chayv to take off Truma from these malilais, from these things that he's going to be eating. And now we analyze this Machlaikis Rebbe and Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda. Amr Abayi, he says, Machlaikis B'Shibalin, the whole Machlaikis is talking about stalks of grain being brought into the house. Avol B'Kitnias, but when we're dealing with beans or legumes, Divrakal Isuraisa Tavla, everyone agrees that just if they're bundled up, that's considered Tevel, and it would already be Chayv and Truma. It doesn't have to be brought to the next stage where it's all in a pile and it's smoothed out. Even though it's still in its stalks, it would be Chayv and Truma. The reason being is because a person only uses beans as he needs them, and therefore that's already considered sort of like Gemar Malacha once they're stalked and bundled together. Let's say this Bryce is a proof for this. A person has bundles of fenugreek that were tevel. He should crush them up and he estimates how much seed was inside all these bundles. And he shall separate truma only for the seed that was there but not for the eights, not for the actual stalks that the seed was inside. What do we see from here that when they're bundled they're chayv in truma? Wouldn't that be Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yisrael? He says over there when we're talking
talking about stocks of grain, light tavla, it's not considered tevel when it's still it's stocked or when it's still in a bundle. Hacha tavla, but over here it's considered tevel. The Gemara says, light, Rebbe, he, it's Rebbe. The Gemara asks, e Rebbe, if it's really Rebbe, then my iria tilton. Why does that Mishnah specifically talk about fenugreek, afilu shibal and nami, even if it's just stocks of grain, that same halacha would apply? The Gemara counters and says, Elamai, Rebbe, Yesi, Rebbe, Huda. Do you want to say that it's Rebbe, Yesi, Rebbe, Huda? If so, Lisham Inon Sharmine Kitneas, then the Mishnah should teach us this halacha about all types of kitneas, the Kol Shekane Tilton, and we would for sure know that it applies to Tilton as well. Why is that? The Mishnah would be a bigger Chiddush if taught about other types of kidneys that are processed in a way that's more similar to grain, and even so, their stage requiring truma is different. Why specifically teach about Tilton, which is the most dissimilar thing to grain? That's not such a big Chiddush. So Gemara says, you're right, this Mishnah is not a raya for what Abayah was trying to say. Ela Tilton is This Mishnah is just trying to teach us a Chiddush about Tilton. I would have thought, since Tilton, the eights, the stalk of the Tilton, and the pre, the actual seed, they taste exactly alike. I would think I should have to separate truma for the stalk as well. The Chiddush is, you only have to separate for the Zera and not for the eights. The Gemara contains with another version. Some say that Amr Abayi, he had said, the is with the stalks of grain. When we're dealing with legumes and beans, everyone agrees that if it's in a bundle, it's not considered Tevel. According to this, legumes are always processed in the normal fashion of threshing and piling them. Therefore, even according to Rebbe, there would be no Chiv Truma if he snacked on them. Now we ask a question from this Bryce that we just had. A person had bundles of Tilton and they were Tevel. He should crush them and he estimates how much seed is in them and he designates Truma only from the seed and not from the eight. My love, doesn't that mean Tevel, Tevel, Shal Truma? That this bundle of Tilton is Tevel to the extent that you have to take Truma off of it. So the Gemara says, Tevel, Tevel, Shal Truma's Meiser. It's Tevel to the extent that it has to have Truma's Meiser taken off of it, but not actual Truma. Now what does that mean? We know after receiving Meiser, the Levi has to give a tenth to the Kayin. That's called Truma's Meiser. And it has the status of Tevel until this happens. So even though bundles of Tilton are not Chayv in Truma, once these bundles of Tilton have been given to the Levi as Meiser, so then it does have the status of Tevel in as much as that he has to take off Truma's Meiser before he eats them. And how do we know this to be true? If the farmer had given Meiser Rishon to the Levi while it was still in its stock stage, and therefore it's not Chayv in Truma yet, so he gave off Meiser Rishon before he gave Truma, Shemai Tevel Truma's Meiser, its name makes it Tevel for Truma's Meiser. Even though the original produce is not Chayv yet in Truma, since this Levi received his Meiser, now it's considered Meiser and he would have to give Truma's Meiser off of it. The Gemara asks, hold on, if we're talking about a Levi receiving Meiser and now he has to give Truma's Meiser off of it, so Kaisish Lamali, why does he have to crush it up? Lamalei, why doesn't he just tell the Kaihain, the same way that I received my Meiser in this fashion, Yavina Lacha, I'm giving it to you in the same fashion, I'm giving it to you in the stalks, and I'm not just going to give you seeds. So Amarava, he says, Kinasa, that's because he's Kinast, he's penalized. The farmer is over alive when he gives Meiser before Truma. Now, although the Levi isn't over alive, he's still penalized for receiving it like that, and therefore he has to finish processing it before he gives Truma's Meiser to the Kayin. And Tainami Hach, we have a Bryce like this. Ben Levi, a Levi who received stocks as his Meiser, and that means he's receiving it before it's actually Chayv and Truma. Oisa Oisan Gairin, he first has to turn them into Gairin, meaning he has to finish their processing. Anavim, if he received grapes, Oisa Oisan Yain, he has to turn them into wine. Zaysim, if he received olives, Oisa Oisan Shemin, he has to turn them into olive oil. Umafresh Alein, Truma's Meiser, and only then he's able to separate Truma's Meiser, Venais Lakain, and give it to the Kain. Shekashem Shetrum Gedala, Enni Telus, Yudgim Lombezatab, Element Agarim and Ayakev, the same with the Truma Gedala, meaning the original Chiv of Truma that the farmer has to give to the Kain, that's only taken from the Gairin once it already has Gmar Malacha, and from the Yakiv, which is the wine vat, meaning it has to be turned into wine. Kach Trumas Meiser, so to Trumas Meiser, and he tells Elamina Gairin Mina Yakiv, also is only able to be given once there's already Gmar Malacha, and the Levi is 
not allowed to give Trumas Meister to the Kayan if there isn't Gemar Malacha yet. The Gemar Kadi is asking if this is true that we're talking about a Levi giving Trumas Meister to the Kayan. So the Mishnah had said Machashiv that he could estimate how much he needs to give and he could give that to the Kayan. But Hamadida Bai, he would actually have to measure it. He would have to give an exact tenth to the Kayan. He's not allowed to just estimate how much to give to the Kayan. So the Gemar says, Hamani Abel Lazar ben Gimel he. This is actually Abel Lazar ben Gimel. The time you have a Braiso, Abel Lazar ben Gimel Aimer, he says, the Pasuk tells us, and your true mice will be considered for you. The Pasuk is talking about two different types of trumas. One is trumagdaila, which is what the farmer gives directly to the kain. One is trumas meiser, which is what the levy has to give to the kain. The same with trumagdaila is given with which is estimation and just thought. He approximates how much one fiftieth of his crop is, then he could give it over. He doesn't actually have to measure it. So to trumas meiser, even though that's one tenth of what the levy receives, he also could give it. He just estimate how much that is. He doesn't actually have to measure it. And Gufa, we had just said, Amr Abavo, Amr Shem, and Lakish, Maeserishin, Shekdimu, Bishibalan, Maeserishin, that was given off while it was still in its stock stage and it wasn't Chayv and Shuma yet. Shema Tevel, Chumas Maeser, its name makes it Tevel for Chumas Maeser, and the Levi is Chayv to give out Chumas Maeser before he eats it. My time, why is that? Amr he says, Hail Vyatz, all of Shem Maeser, because it already has a name of Maeser. It's already called Maeser. When he received it, he was allowed to receive it in that stage. It's called Maeser in that stage. And therefore, once he has Maeser, he has to give up Chumas Maeser, even though the original produce is not Chayv and Shuma yet. And a similar halacha, Amr Shem Lakish, he says, Maeserishin Shekdim Bishibal, and Maeserishin that was given off while it was still in the stock stage and it wasn't Chayv and Truma Gedala yet, Pata Mitchuma Gedala, that Levi is Pata from giving Truma Gedala off of it. What does that mean? For example, this farmer has 100 stocks. If he did everything in order, he would have given 150th to the Kayan, which is two stocks, and then a tenth of what's remaining to a Levi, which is 9.8 stocks. But now that he gave Maeserishin before it was even Chayv and Truma, so when he eventually does separate Truma, the Kayan is going to receive less than he originally would have. For now, the farmer gave 10 stocks to the Levi, therefore, 150th of the remaining 90 is 1.8. Rish Lakish just taught that the Levi does not have to compensate the Kayan for his loss by giving him more Trumas Meiser. And why is that? Shinemar says in the Pasuk, and you shall elevate, you shall lift up from it Trumas Hashem, Meiser Min HaMeiser. What do we learn from there? Meiser Min HaMeiser, I told you, you have to take off Meiser from Meiser, meaning the Levi has to take off Trumas Meiser from the Meiser that he received. He doesn't also have to take off Trumagdaila from this Meiser that he received, meaning he doesn't have to compensate the Kayan for that loss of Trumagdaila that he incurred. So even if the farmer had given Meiser after it already was in a pile, the Levi shouldn't have to compensate the kind for his loss of Truma, but we know that he does have to. answer of Papa, about what you're suggesting, the Pasuk already says, that you would have to take off Truma's Hashem from all that which you received, meaning in that scenario, the Levi would have to compensate the kind for his loss. Ask the Gemara Ma'arais, why is it that you applied that Pasuk to the specific case of that Higdimu Bakri was ready in a pile and he gave it to the Levi before he gave it to the Kayin, why not to the previous case? The Gemara answers, This is already considered dug and it's already considered grain, it's already in its final stage, and therefore, when Truma and Meiser was given out of order, the Levi would have to compensate the Kayin. However, in the previous case, when it was Hikdimu Bishibalim, so it's not considered dug on yet, and it wasn't even Chayav and Truma yet, and that's why the Levi does not have to compensate the Kayin. And back to this original Halacha, Tanan Hassan, we learned over there in Mishnah, Hamakalaf Sa'irim, someone who's peeling barley. What does it mean he's peeling barley? That means he's peeling the chaff off of the barley kernel, he takes the barley kernel and eats it raw. So he could peel them one by one and eat them, and he would not be chayv and meiser. That's because it's ari, it's just a snack, and it's not chayv and meiser. If he peels them and places them in his hand, he gathers them in his hand, chayv, then he would be chayv to take off meiser. And Omar Abelazar, Abelazar says, the same things with Shabbos. If he does this one by one on Shabbos, so then he's not going to be over mefarik, which is a tolda of dash. He's not going to be over for doing this malacha on Shabbos because it's an abnormal way. However, if he does it and he places it into his hand, then he would be chai for that on Shabbos. The Gemara says, Eni, is that so? 
Rav Makafalei the Bitsu Kasi Kasi, Rav's wife would peel him cups of these barley kernels on Shabbos. Ravchia Makafalei the Bitsu Kasi Kasi, and Ravchia's wife would peel him cups of these barley kernels on Shabbos. So obviously there's no problem doing more than one on Shabbos. The Gemara says, you're right, Eli Itmar, if this was stated, Rabbi Lazar, Asefa Itmar must be stated on the Sefa of this Mishnah. Hamel Malila Shachitim, if a person's rubbing these kernels of wheat in order to take them out of their chaff, he can shift them from hand to hand in order to get the chaff away, and he could eat them, and he would not be chayv in my serve. However, if he did this and he put them in his lap, that means he's gathering them, and that's considered Gemara Malacha chayv, then he would be chayv in my serve. And Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar had said on that, the same thing by Shabbos, if he puts them in his lap on Shabbos, he would be chayv. Now, asking for Rav Mamal, he asks, in the Rasha, that first case that we spoke about barley, are you telling me that if he does more than one at a time and he puts them in his hand, then it would be chayv in my serve, but he wouldn't be over on Shabbos? How could that be? Is there such a thing that when it comes to Shabbos, it's not considered Gemara Malacha and you wouldn't be Chayv? But when it comes to Meiser, you would be Chayv and Meiser because it's considered Gemara Malacha? But now, Moskov of Shesh's Brave Rav Edi, he asks in response, How is that not possible? Why are you bothered by that? We could always have something that's ready considered Gairon, it's ready considered Gemara Malacha for Meiser. Did not we have a Mishnah? What's considered a Gairon, it's ready Gemara Malacha for Meiser? When their blossoms fall off already, that's considered garn, and you'd be chayv to take off meiser. And if they had not fallen off yet, if you made them into a pile, so then that's considered gemar malacha. And we have the same thing by onions. Once you make a pile of onions, then that's gemar malacha, and you'd be chayv to take off meiser. But when we're dealing with Shabbos, if a person makes a pile of onions or gourd or squash on Shabbos, he wouldn't be chayv. Why is that when you make a pile of onions on Shabbos, you're not going to be chayv? Because Malachas Machshavas has Torah. The Torah asked on Shabbos, something which is Melechaz Machshevet, something that requires skill. And this is not something that requires skill to make a pile. And therefore, on Shabbos, you're not going to be chayv. Hachanami, so to over here, in the case of the barley kernels, Melechaz Machshevet has Torah. The Torah asked taking off barley kernels in a way that it's going to be Melechaz Machshevet, something that requires skill. Taking off more than one at a time is not considered Melechaz Machshevet, and you wouldn't be chayv for Shabbos. However, it is considered Gemara Melacha, and you would be chayv to take off Meiser. Now, we've been discussing this case of Mayo Malilis, and we said you're allowed to do it because you're doing it differently than you do during the week. How is that? Ask the Gemara. How are you supposed to be Mylel? Abai Mishmed Rav Yosef Amar, he says, Chada Achada, you take one finger and you rub it, you roll it on the other finger, namely you take your thumb and your forefinger and you rub it, you roll it together, obviously with this wheat kernel in between. Now Rav Avi Mishmed Rav Yosef Amar, he says, Chada Tarti, it could even be one finger on two fingers, namely your thumb on two fingers. Now Rav Amar, he says, Kimin Mishani, since he's doing it differently than he does during the week, he usually uses both hands and now he's using only one, Afilu Chada Kulunami, even if he rubs his thumb on all of his fingers, that's okay. And we continue understanding Ketam and Apeach, how does he fan it? How is it that he's able to get the chaff away and he's not going to be over any surim? He says, He blows them, he fans them from the tips of his fingers and upwards, meaning these kernels have to be located on the tips of his fingers in order to be able to shift them from hand to hand to get the chaff away. He's now able to put them in his palm. They laughed about this in Eretz Yisrael. Since he's doing it differently than he usually does, he's allowed to do with his whole hand. It's allowed to be in his palm. So it must be that He's allowed to wave it around with one hand with all of his strength. As long as he doesn't use both hands, if he does one hand, he's allowed to wave it around with all of his strength to get the chaff away. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.